0: Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit as we enter into the new liturgical year of Advent. Please calm our minds and calm our hearts to know that everything that the Father has done for us points to Jesus. And Jesus is everything that we need. He is a ticket to all freedom, all peace, and all harmony of life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So this past week, um, on Wednesday, which I do every Wednesday morning, is I meet with the Exodus 90 groups. There's a group of about seven men. Some meet in the evening and some meet in the morning. Actually, it's about nine men. Um, But for the past 65 days, we've been praying, fasting, and practicing different disciplines to be freed from the temptations of the flesh. And on this past Wednesday, one of the men who came to the meeting, his truck actually got stuck in our parking lot. And after the meeting, the rest of us, went to, we went to go push him out. And I'm sure he was grateful that he didn't have to just sit there spinning his tires, pushing the slushy snow around. Gosh, I, I hate snow. I hate slushy snow. That stuff is nasty. But instead, he asked us, his brothers, to push him out and you can imagine how soaked we were as his truck was kicking up that slush over and over and over and you know we might have been covered in snow and slush but our whole goal was we didn't want to leave our brother stuck leaving him wondering where can I find help or who would be willing to help me we didn't make fun of him Instead, the men who pushed out his vehicle, we were actually grateful to help him. We didn't want to leave him in the dark. And later on that Wednesday afternoon, I got a phone call from Father Matt. Father, that's what he calls me. Father, are you, are you there? And I said, yeah, I'm here. And he's, uh, he said, Ah, uh, I'm stuck. And I said, Okay. And I said, well, where are you? He said, well, you know the family for the person you, you anointed a few weeks ago, or a couple days ago, he said, um, I'm on my way out there, and I got stuck because they didn't plow one of the roads. You know, he could have been prideful, Father Matney. He, he could have let the embarrassment of making a poor decision, which he would readily admit to. Um, but he just made a few phone calls and asked for help. When I arrived to the road and saw the conditions that I I found that the road was even harder for my truck to get through. And Father Matt was being pulled by another truck so he could go visit the family to help them prepare for the funeral. And when Father Matt got out of the car, nobody made fun of him or called him an idiot for trying to ask for help and said everyone that actually was there to help him was grateful that they could help him. They were grateful to help, and he was grateful that they were willing to help him. Everyone didn't want to see their friend or their priest be stranded. They didn't want to leave him in the dark. Today in our first reading for Advent, we heard from Isaiah say, Let us walk in the light of the Lord. We also heard St. Paul say, The salvation of our Lord is nearer now than when we first believed. Our readings this weekend are actually pretty black and white. So, for you and I, we can just say either I am walking in the light without any shame or embarrassment by how I live out my Catholic faith, or I am walking in the darkness, which can be full of many things. And sometimes it's shame, pride, gossip, hopelessness, there's lies there, there's powerlessness, and there's guilt. It's pretty black and white. Either I am praying to put on the armor of Satan by remaining in the darkness, or I am praying to put on the armor of Jesus Christ to walk in the light by frequenting confession, by asking for help, making a plan to be set free from my struggles. And furthermore, Jesus warns us this weekend simply stay awake, be alert. It's pretty black. Either we are spiritually awake or we are spiritually asleep. If I'm spiritually asleep, I'm simply lukewarm in my faith. And for those of you who have read the book of Revelation, Jesus says if you are lukewarm in your faith, I will spew you out of my mouth. But if I'm on fire with Jesus, that light goes everywhere that I go. This is all a part of what Satan wants you and I to do this Advent. He wants us to stay away from the light of Jesus Christ, to keep everything in the dark where Satan can keep us trapped with his lies. Yet Jesus warns us again to stay awake. St. Paul even says to us, he speaks to the heart of our struggles. He speaks to you and I today, and he says, throw off the works of darkness, put on the armor of light. He says, let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day. He says, not in orgies or drunkenness, not in promiscuity or lust. And he says, not in ri- rivalry or jealousy, but he says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. We are called to make no provisions for the desires of the flesh, yet a lot of us do. I'd like to talk about a very difficult subject something that we have to deal with as a parish family if our families and, our in, and you as individuals are going to thrive as we want them to. One of the biggest, if not the biggest, issues that destroys our own happiness and rips, us, rips apart marriages and families is pornography. It is estimated that 60-70% to 70% of men are engaging in pornography with some frequency it's also said that three out of four men in our culture today by the age of 18 will ultimately have a deep-seated struggle with pornography. And instead of seeking help, most will spin their tires and try to normalize it while they're being spiritually paralyzed and emasculated. While many will say that porn is harmless or even good for marriage— Data after data and study after study shows the exact opposite. When a person consumes pornography, it actually twists his or her mind and heart into thinking they can use another person for their own selfish desires. Scientists have been finding that pornography literally rewires our brains and affects us in the same way that some serious drugs do. And over and over, it leads to more and more deviant forms As we get bored very quickly. And studies have also shown that pornography is more addictive than heroin and meth. The negative impact on marriages is so significant and devastating. Almost 60% of divorce cases involve a spouse's use of pornography. Most people in the world have seen a pornographic image, some as early as the age of three, four, and five. And slowly, the devil has kept all of us in a place of shame because we saw something that we knew that wasn't right. And we, he wants it to keep, keep that in the dark. So really, how bad is this epidemic? And how serious should we take this? I would encourage you to imagine that anyone who has come across pornography, that they have cancer. Too often people say, oh, it's not a big deal, and we treat it oh, it's like it's not a cultural problem. We pass it on off and we'll say, eh, I'll do my best. But simply stated, we have to get very serious about it. So ask yourself just right now, just ask yourself, firstly, if I was diagnosed with cancer today, what would I not do tomorrow? If I was diagnosed with cancer today, what would I not do tomorrow? And secondly, ask yourself, for the men here, how can you truly love your wife or anyone when you view them as an object for pleasure, or even worse, an obstacle to get pleasure? Again, ask yourself, how can you truly love your wife or anyone when you view them as objects of pleasure or obstacles to get pleasure? And we live in a world that has pornographic images everywhere. Sometimes you are just driving and you see a provocative image and there's nothing you can do about it. You watch commercials, you watch football. It's everywhere. And maybe you've been spiritually spinning your tires for the past five years, 10 years, 20 years, or even 50 years, and you simply need some guidance or you just need a plan. And if you're sitting here today and you know this is an issue you are dealing with, or you need to give help to a friend who may be struggling with this issue, I want to tell you about a powerful solution that our diocese and the church is offering right now. And it's simple to know that if we don't have a plan, we don't get results. So what is our plan? Our plan is to invite everyone here to look at a program called Strive. It's a 21-day challenge that all men around the world are taking to finally break free from pornography, and the beauty is it is totally anonymous. And there is a website to go to to sign up. You simply go to strive21.com to sign up. Again, that's strive21.com. And if you want to get out your phone right now and check it out, I honestly, I don't have a problem with that because it's that big of a problem in our culture. And that's no judgment upon you because maybe you're not struggling. Maybe you know somebody who's struggling or maybe you're looking at how do I talk to my family about this epidemic. And there's more information at all the entrances. It'll be on our Facebook page. It'll be on our website this week. And when you ask yourself, what will I find on the website, and what does a 21-day challenge include? So I'm on day 10. I'm doing this challenge, too, and one thing, as a priest, I'll never ask you to do anything I don't do. So in the 21-day challenge, each day there's a short video from a man named Matt Frad, who's been studying the effects of pornography for over the past 20 years. And there's also a challenge each day to help you be set free from the slavery of pornography. There's also different PDF documents to help you be set free, to make a plan to help you learn how the temptations work and how you react to them. I highly recommend you to encourage to take up the challenge. Men from all over the world are in there right now. They're in the battle zone. And their results are actually very, very positive. People seeing a positive impact on their own health, their happiness, and that even seeing improvement in their marriages, family life, and even in their parish community. So for the men here, because right now the, the, the app is for, and the, the, um, excuse, excuse me, the website is for men, so for the men here, I just want you to ask yourself, especially if you're married, what will your life and your marriage look like in five years if I don't deal with this now? What will my life and my marriage look like in the next five years if I don't deal with this now? Maybe just ask yourself what's the worst that could happen? The worst thing that could happen is definitely divorce. Maybe you're thinking, what if my children see me looking at this stuff? Or what if my children get on my phone and they realize that I have a problem? What if my wife catches me looking at this stuff? Do I want to be despised by my family? And men, your wife and your children need you to be a man who is willing to open his heart to becoming who God is calling you to be. And the church needs everyone to open their hearts to become the man or woman God is calling you to be. And simply stated, there should not be any guilt in dealing with this issue and taking it as serious as being diagnosed with cancer. In our world today, it's not a matter of if you have seen something pornographic. It's unfortunate that it's a matter of when. And I want to assure you that this is not just a problem for men. Again, more and more women are tending to struggle with this too, and um, the creators of the Strive 21 program have said in 2020 there will be a program released for women. And my hope is that you actually feel tremendous hope with the light of Jesus Christ and the power of the sacramental life of the church, that you can indeed overcome this sickness. And please, again, visit our parish website, look at the Facebook page, look at the bulletin boards, look at the handouts. And again, this program is free. There was a, do- a person who donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay for this for a lot of people. Instead of being $50, it's free and it's anonymous. It's a time for a lot of us to simply just make a decision today by bringing this struggle to the light. And this Advent, I assure you, this Advent will be one of the most, this will be one of the most significant decisions you've ever made for yourself and for your family and for our parish community. And one of our biggest cheerleaders to know the power of the light of Jesus Christ is Our Lady. On the back cover of your Heritage Missal, there is a prayer called the Memoire. So please, if you could open or, or take out your Heritage Missal and go to the back cover. I want to ask you to join me in praying to Our Lady to help anyone here who may be struggling with porn- pornography so they don't have to live in shame anymore. To help them make a decision to no longer spin their tires with this spiritual cancer, And I humbly ask you to join me for her help to give everyone here who struggles with pornography the necessary grace to make a decision today to bring this struggle to the light in confession and be set free by taking the Strive 21-Day Challenge. If you and I pray with compassion rather than judgment with this issue and pray that one memoir with our hearts open, more and more people will be set free from, from the slavery of pornography today, starting this Advent. And we are called to pray with humility and courage to wake up by grabbing a flyer or visiting the website strive21.com. And again, Our Lady is one of our biggest cheerleaders to help us. So on the back cover, if you could please join me by praying one memoire as we all pray. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known of anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen.